Hello, this is Donna and Stephen Fry coming to you from the Adelaide Entrepreneur Club, putting out a podcast for you to share some of the learnings from our journey of meeting someone new every day for 366 days. And for anyone who hasn't heard about that, we started a journey on the 27th of November 2019, where we decided that we wanted to meet a new person every day for 366 days. And there's a whole backstory that we won't go into at this stage. Um, but we, we started that journey and of course it was before coronavirus so that journey started off physically meeting people. So what we did was we went out every day whether it was to the gym, to the shops, for a walk or wherever we were going and we said hello to, to anyone that would, would even make eye contact with us and then we'd soon get into a conversation with somebody and um, ask them if it was okay to take a photo that we could put on Instagram and write a little post about them. And that's what we did for around about 110 days, maybe a few more days than that. And, and then coronavirus happened. And so, so when that started, we had to figure out, well, now how can we continue to meet a new person every day? Because we didn't want to stop our journey being more than 100 days in. So that's when we decided to take a look at LinkedIn and how we could connect with people there. And um, we, we managed to successfully start doing that. And um, before we knew it, it kind of snowballed a bit and, and created a, a bit of a tension, which we weren't really expecting, but um, we, were, we were really thankful for. And we, at the end of our journey of 366 days, we were extremely surprised to find that we had in fact had conversations with 786 people, as well as a cricket team, a soccer team, and an alpaca, although the alpaca didn't actually speak to us, but she kindly took a photo. And so that, that was our journey of meeting someone new every day for 366 days. And we've, we've spoken to a lot of people about that journey who have um, been quite interested in it. And they've had questions um, about you know, why we did it and, and what we learned from it. But the two main questions that we found we got asked the most were, what did you learn from the experience? And what is one bit of advice that you would give? And um, so there's, there's probably a lot of answers to those questions. And I'm going to hand it over to Stephen now and he's going to start answering some of those questions for you. Yes, so this, as Donna said, there's lots that we learnt from the experience. But um, by far, and the other question that people asked us a lot was, you know, who's the most interesting person that you, that you met? And what will you say to that one is that everyone was interesting. Everyone has gone through, um, you know, different experiences in their life to bring them to the point that we met and had a discussion with them. So we, we see that everyone we met was interesting. Everyone has an interesting story. But some people have gone through greater challenges than, than, than I would ever expect to go through. And we found them inspiring because... You know, if normal people can have a situation occur in their life and they can overcome it, then surely I can achieve what I want to achieve. You know, uh, we realise that the seeds of greatness we all have, but they only tend to come out when people are challenged. And we met some interesting people, just as a summary. Derek was a local guy in Adelaide um, who was a policeman who was shot 14 times at uh, short range by a high-powered rifle. Um, and laid on the ground for three hours before he was rescued. An amazing story. 
Stacy was a lady that we met who dove into a backyard pool when she was 12 years of age, hit her head and became a quadriplegic. Um, amazing story. Uh, Justin, a young guy from the UK who had both his legs blown off after standing on a landmine, amputated above the knee. Incredible story of what he's done with his life. Uh, Joel was another young guy we met in the UK who spent a year in jail and what he learned from that that changed his life was, was incredible. And more recently, Jose, um, another young man, he's in his 40s, but, but he's young to us, who uh, was told when he was, in his, was, told when he was uh, young that he'd never lived till he's 20. He's now in his 40s, confined to a wheelchair. Um, but incredible what he's doing with his life as a, um, as a, uh, as a um, professional speaker. speaker. Yeah. So, you know, we definitely see from that that we all have the seeds of greatness within us, but we need to be challenged for those seeds of greatness to come out. And just to read something from you from Earl Nightingale. Earl Nightingale uh, did an audio back in the 50s called The Strangest Secret. You can find it on YouTube. And he provides, when I read this, it, it sort of helped me understand why, why, why the seeds of greatness don't come out for most people. And what he says is, it takes no particular brains or talent to make a living and support a family today. We have a plateau of so-called security if that is what a person is looking for. But we all do have to decide how high above this plateau we want to aim. So in other words, you know, me going to and from work every day, every day isn't challenging. Right? So the seeds of greatness just aren't going to fall out in front of me. So the biggest learning that Donna and I had was we have to learn to live outside our comfort zone. We have to learn to stretch and grow ourselves. As an example of stretching and growing, for us this year, um, we've decided that we're going to implement the miracle morning in our life and that every day this year for, for 365 days is to get up in the morning and practice the miracle morning, which is an hour every day in the morning, practicing six of the key success habits for 10 minutes um, each for, for, for an hour. And that comes from the book, The Miracle Morning by Hal Elrod. Um, suggest you get hold of that book and read it. It's an incredible story. Um, Hal Elrod's got an amazing story. When in 2000, he had a car accident um, and he was literally dead for six minutes. Um, in 2008, he lost everything in the stock market crash, but that was where his life was changed. And again, just to give you a bit of an insight um, from, his, from his book, so in 2008, he was in, he was in desperate measures. His house was about to be, um, you know, repossessed. repossessed. He was struggling with what to do, and the reason he struggled the most is he was a, he was a professional speaker. You know, he was struggling with his life, and his best friend told him to go for a run, and Howell responded, "But I hate running." Without hesitation, his friend said, "What do you hate worse, running or the current your current life situation?" situation? And how responded that I was desperate, I had nothing to lose, so I decided to go for a run. So his friend told him, go for a run and listen to a podcast. And on that run, he listened to a podcast by Jim Rowan. And he said he'd heard this many times before, and I'm sure all of us have heard this many times before. But he said that particular morning he heard it, and it was, it was very clear to him. What he heard was, your level of success will really exceed your level of personal development because success is something you attract by the person you become. 
So what he did was he went home that day and he researched what is the one thing that, that successful people do. And what he found, he wrote down a stack of things, but he come down to six things that, that, that success, at least one of those things every successful person does. And he tried to then decipher it down to one, but he said, why not do all six? So the Miracle Morning is about six practices of which every successful person does at least one of these practices and do them every morning. Um, so again, that's this has been outside our comfort zone, um, getting up an hour earlier to, to practice this. So, you know, but that's what life is about. You're not going to change inside your comfort zone. So that's the biggest learning that we had was to, to live outside our comfort zone because that's where greatness tends to happen. A bit of advice. So we've been asked by lots of people to do podcasts. So we've had lots of interaction with people. And one other question we get asked a lot is, what what is one bit of advice that you could offer people? And that bit of advice by far is, is easy for us to suggest. And I'm going to share a, um, a bit with you again from Earl Nightingale because the secret is really in that audio by Earl Nightingale called The Strangest Secret. I strongly suggest get on YouTube, find Earl Nightingale's The Strangest Secret and have a listen to it. Right? Because I'll just, again, cover off an excerpt from that book that explains it. And he says in there, he says, here is the key to success. And the key, it's the key to success and the key to failure. And it is, we become what we think about. Let me say that again, he says, we become what we think about. And that is the bit of advice that, that if we had to give is to understand that you'll end up in the direction of your most dominant thought. You'll become what we think about. And he goes on to say, throughout history, the great wise men and teachers philosophers and prophets have disagreed with one another on many different things. It is only on this one point that they are in complete and unanimous agreement. The key to success and the key to failure is this, we become what we think about. And he goes on to say, for example, listen to what Marcus Aurelius, the great Roman emperor said, a man's life is what his thoughts make of it. Or Benjamin Disraeli who said, everything comes if a man will only wait i've brought myself by long meditation to the conviction that a human being with a settled purpose must accomplishment and nothing can resist a will which will state even existent upon its fulfillment and then there's rolf waldo emerson said a man is what he thinks about all day long william james said The greatest discovery of my generation is that human beings can alter their lives by altering their attitudes of mind. And he went on to say, We need only in cold blood act as if the thing in question were real, and it will become infallibly real by growing into such a connection with our life that it will become real. It will become so knit with habit and emotion that our interest in it will be those which characterize belief. And it's a lot more that he went on to say. The point of this is, is that this is the one thing that most people tend to agree on. And, and it goes on, would you believe it? Right? So this Dr. Norman Vincent Pill put it this way. 
There is one of, this is one of the greatest laws in the universe. Fervently do I wish I had discovered it as a very young man. It dawned upon me much later in life, and I found it to be the greatest discovery, if not my greatest discovery, outside my relationship to God. The great law briefly and simply stated is, if you think in negative terms, you'll get negative results. If you think in positive terms, you'll achieve positive results. That simple fact, he went on to say, is the basis of an astonishing law of prosperity and success. In three words, believe and succeed. So, I, yeah, that's just the one thing we wanted to finish off on was that, that by far above all else, it's what you and I think about the most is the direction life will go. So I, I do urge you to listen to Earl Nightingale's The Strangest Secret. Um, it's a great audio and he works through a 30-day plan to put it into practice. So in, in summary, um, we're just happy to share today some of our learnings. If um, this is uh, good information, we will continue to, to do podcasts of our learnings. So any feedback would be greatly appreciated. You can give us feedback by LinkedIn. You can find Donna and I on LinkedIn under Stephen Fry and Donna Fry. You can find me under Instagram with the Stephen Fry. That's T H E S T E P H E N F R Y. And on Facebook, you can find us under the Adelaide Entrepreneur Club. So feel free to find us and um, any feedback um, about what you heard today would be very much appreciated. Also, we'd be more than happy to have a conversation with you as part of our ongoing journey. And again, you can find us on any one of those platforms I mentioned and feel free to leave us a message. So until we meet at some time in the future, have a wonderful day and bless you.